Welcome menopause warriors. Come join us where few women have gone before. Our mission is to demystify the menopause journey. We seek to break through the stigma of getting older and provide our listeners with real solutions, support, and answers to give women the tools to live their healthiest, fullest lives. Our guests include healthcare experts, educators, nutritionists, hormone specialists, cultural icons, and everyday amazing women. Come celebrate with us and learn the wonders of menopause. Embrace the heat. Hello, menopause warriors. Today we have a special guest, Angèle Ali, who is a licensed acupuncturist, medical herbalist, and a certified sports nutritionist. Angèle and her husband, Majid, have been healing people in the Los Angeles area for many, many years. They have a center called Ali Optimal Wellness Center in Culver City, and it's been in operation since 1993. Angel has years of experience using herbs and acupuncture to treat menopause symptoms. Welcome, welcome, Angel. We are so excited to have you here today. Uh, let's Thank just you. dive I'm in. I'm happy to be here. Great. Okay. Let's just dive in. Tell us what exactly you do for menopause, a little bit about your center, um, and uh, we're, then we're going to get to the heart of it, which is what we're all on here today for is that acupuncture. So tell us a little bit about okay. Ali Optimal Wellness. Okay. Okay. So Ali Optimal Wellness, Majid and I do a testing system that allows us to figure out what's out of balance in a person's body. So we're able to test what's out of balance and then we're able to test which herbs to give that person. And all of our formulas are custom-made herbal formulas. So what makes us actually really different here in Los Angeles, as well as you know all over the United States actually, is we custom make our herbal formulas. We have an herbal pharmacy with over 300 individual herbs. And if you realize that every single herb can do between five and 10 things, we have herbs that do a lot of different things. So once we test somebody, figure out what's out of balance and then test which herbs are going to help that person, we go put all those herbs together and the patient walks out with them and they get to start taking something four times a day that's going to change what's going on biochemically in their body. So that's what we do here. That's what we've been doing for years. Um, And our practice is built mainly on herbs. We do some acupuncture too, but we do the majority of our practice is definitely herbs. That's great. And you specifically when so when someone comes in for any symptom, like whether it be hot flashes or they can't sleep at night or migraines or any of the crazy 30, 40 symptoms of menopause, you can treat each one of those with special different kinds of herbs. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, because they're all going on inside that one woman's body. So we're able to figure out what those problems are. And then yes, use the herbs to counteract that. And yeah, we have great herbs for hot flashes, for night sweats, for migraines. You know, uh, some people get like even a a, um, dryness in their throat. Some people have heart racing, especially at night when you don't have those reproductive hormones. So we have herbs for all of those things. And what's great is that our patients leave with one bottle of all of those herbs mixed together. So they're not getting four and five different herbal supplements to take through the course of the day. They get everything mixed into one bottle. And because you can just take care of it, you know, just comprehensively, because it's all going on, like I said, inside one woman's body. And so I, so the question 
that has come up is, can you um, break it down for us so that we understand that these herbs are safe and that, you know, what kind of responses you have from women? Because I know that's a question that will come up from our podcast. Okay. So um, herbs are very safe. I do advise to see a professional. I don't advise just walk into GNC or your local health food store and take what's off the shelf because your girlfriend said, oh, take that. Well, your girlfriend has a completely different body and health history than you do. Herbs are very safe, but like anything, you should take them upon the advice of a professional. Because herbs do have biochemical effects and do create changes in your body, which is what we want, to me, when somebody just walks into their local health food store and says, okay, I'm going to get this and this and this and this, honestly, that's like going into a pharmacy and going, okay, I want that bottle and that bottle and that bottle of of pharmaceutical medications. Because again, herbs do have properties and they do create changes, but they are very safe to use. What makes them safe to, well, there's a lot of things that make them safe to use. Let's start with the fact that they're completely natural. And because they're completely natural, your body breaks them down easily. It's a molecular, for each herb, there's a molecular structure, just like with a pharmaceutical medication, there's a molecular structure. And the problem with a pharmaceutical medication or any man-made chemical uh, for that matter, is that your liver has to break that molecular structure down and the liver has a hard time breaking and processing things that are not natural right so herbs on the other hand are completely natural it's like eating a banana or eating an apple it's a molecular structure that once you ingest this your liver can break it down so it doesn't cause a problem to the liver nor does it build up in fatty tissue with pharmaceutical medications you have something called the half-life Um, And that's when you take a pharmaceutical medication, because the liver does not break it down through its first pass through the liver, it gets stored into fatty tissue. That's why most people can take a medication once in 24 hours, because what didn't get broken down in those 24 hours has now stored in fatty tissue. And over those 24 hours, it keeps leaching out into the bloodstream and keeps getting passed through the liver. So eventually over the course of the 24 hours, that's broken down. Whereas with herbs, you don't have that problem, right? It's they're natural. Your liver breaks them down and they attach to the receptor sites in your body, which they're supposed to attach to, and they start changing what's going on in your body biochemically. So herbs are very, very safe. But again, you want to use them correctly. And if you talk to a professional who knows what each of these herbs do, you stand a much better chance of actually being successful, even with menopausal symptoms. Because, okay, say you have a woman with menopausal symptoms, you know, bad sleep, constipation, hot flashes, night sweats, um, dry mouth, dry throat, migraines. And along with that, she also has some autoimmune activity, right? That's part of that whole picture that's going on inside her body. Right. So if she's only if she only runs to the store and picks up, let's say, maca, which is an amazing herb, she might not feel better at all because it's not addressing all the other problems going on in her body. So, Angel, when you let's say I come in today and I tell you I've got these five symptoms, you 
pick the herbs, you have them there at your center and then, and then you make it, is it a tea? Because I've done teas before. Do you put it all in? And it's just, so all my symptoms are just in one, like it's a one stop shop kind of thing. And yes. You, so I don't, I'm not taking three different teas or th- five different pills. No. Oh my gosh. That's no. fantastic. You're not, you're not taking lots of anything. All the herbs that I, what my, the custom made formulas are all put into one bottle. So the herbs also, this is important point. Um, the herbs that we use are processed. They are freeze dried. They are not raw. That's really important because compliance among Americans with raw herbs is basically nil right? They taste horrible, number one. Number two, it takes time to boil them. Americans don't do that, right? They want everything fast. We're used to fast and we want results right now, right? That's just, that's the lifestyle we've gotten used to and uh, we're all very happy with it. So so instead of using raw herbs, which somebody has to take the time to boil and then taste by drinking it, I use herbs that are processed. So they're freeze dried. So it becomes a powder. So all of the herbs that I have in my herb room, each of them is freeze dried. Some of them are actually fresh and just ground instead. Just depends on which herb we're talking about. And those I mix usually in proportion into the, my mixing bowl, mix it all together and put it all into one bottle. So yes, if you have five symptoms, if you have 20 symptoms, I've you're walking out with a bottle of herbs to address all of it because it all, and that's the thing. It all has to be addressed. If you don't address all of it, you might not get any results at all. Oh my gosh. A hundred percent. That now, where do you get your herbs from? I have several different suppliers. Um, I've got two big herb companies here in Southern California that we've been using for a very long time, decades. We've got another company of organic herbs in Oregon We've got, oh, that now we took on a third supplier here in Southern California. Um, we might have one other one. So we use a few different companies and we've, we've taken, we started using those different companies because we've branched out with the herbs that we carry here. So we, if we started out using 250 different herbs, you know, as we've been doing this more and more, then we re, we continue to research. Oh, it's like, wow, that looks like a greater, we don't have that one. And so let's get it in the practice and we start using it. I mean, because we just, we don't sit still. We're both always researching. Myself and Majid, we're always researching. We read Western medicine scientific studies. We learn a lot from it. And we, so we have, we under, have that understanding. In our practice, we're really very um, focused on bridging Western and Eastern medicine. So we've got our Chinese training in our head as far as the traditional Chinese medicine, which is uh, about your chi and your blood and your yin and your yang. And that's all great and it's fine. But if you talk to a patient about their chi and their blood and their yin and their yang, they walk out going, I have no idea what's wrong with me. And because they don't understand what, what is, I, is my perspective, then they're not going to take the herbs. They're not going to do anything to help themselves. And then they're at square one. It does nobody any good. So we, Majid and I do study Western research all the time. We're always up on studies and we know how to use our herbs in a Western way as well. So instead of, I mean, we keep our training, our Chinese training in our heads as far as, again, which ones work on qi and blood and yin and, and yang. But we also then come from that Western side of which ones have antibacterial properties, antifungal properties, which ones change neurotransmitters. Oh, these are the ones that work on progesterone. These are the herbs that work to help estrogen. You know, so we really come about it from uh, a very Western perspective. So we really bridge Eastern and Western medicine here. And it's almost, in fact, it's almost like functional medicine. We do 
look at people's labs. You know, I, we love blood work. Most of our patients do have blood work and we look in those functional ranges. Okay, then. That is, that is uh, so helpful, I think, to so many people that are listening right now, because I think the biggest frustration I have had, and I know my friends and everyone now that we've talked to um, uh, with our journey here on Some Like It Hot, is that there are a thousand supplements out there that people are taking. I mean, I take 12 a day myself for, you know, whatever it is that I've got going on. And sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. But if, you know, to go to someone who's going to also read blood work too, you know, that's awesome that you said that you did that because, you know, you can look at that and then just mix one cocktail. I've been saying, if we could just find one cocktail out there that, you know, that we could take every day to feel better, it'd be great. All right. So tell me, Angel, a little bit about now, acupuncture. Tell me what it, why is it beneficial? I've heard so many amazing things about it. Like I had told you earlier, my son, we had it, we used it for my son when he was younger in middle school. Um, and it, it helped him with his immune system. It was awesome. Why I didn't do it myself. I don't know. Uh, didn't think I, it didn't even occur to me to go to acupuncture for menopause. Ah, okay. Uh, acupuncture is, is wonderful for menopause. The whole basis of acupuncture is that it is to balance out the body. It's so, of course, acupuncture was created, you know, thousands of years ago when people lived in nature. They didn't live in cement cities. They lived in nature. They were immersed in nature and they observed that there was a balance as well as an ebb and flow to nature. And they realized that they also have a balance and an ebb and flow. So acupuncture is based on creating balance because if you have balance, you have health. So that's where the balance of chi and blood and yin and yang come along. So what acupuncture does is it balances those systems out. And if you want to put that in Western terms, what you're doing is you're balancing the central nervous system, the endocrine system, the immune system, basically start with those three. So that's what acupuncture does is it balances the systems in the body. Um, I know a lot of people are actually very frustrated. A lot of women, I'm sorry, it's women specifically are very frustrated because they have gone to their traditional OBGYN and you know, those are wonderful doctors. I mean, they help us get our babies here, thankfully. And you know, millions of us are very appreciative of what they do. But when it comes to menopause, there's like this, um, this shortfalling, and it's not the OBGYN, certainly, uh, but it's a matter of uh, the hormones and hormone replacement therapy. While they thought it was really, really good when it first came out, and many women had, you know, they didn't have then the menopausal symptoms anymore, but then you saw some bad results um, from labs later on after the women were on hormone replacement therapy for years. And so obviously that's not good. Another problem with hormone replacement therapy is that there's like a honeymoon period for for many women. The first three months of taking it, they think, oh, this is great, I'm sleeping again, I don't have hot flashes, I don't have night sweats, and my brain thinks, I feel wonderful. Um, But that's really usually a honeymoon period of three months, and then those symptoms kind of start creeping back again. So uh, unfortunately for many women, the hormone replacement therapies do have shortcomings as well as they have, do have side effects. It does take your liver to break them down. 
So it does get frustrating for many women who have gone to their traditional OBGYN to get help, but that's where acupuncture then will balance the endocrine system and the nervous system to help bring balance in something that is very out of balance. Because when you have to think about this, by the time a woman goes into menopause, she's had a period for 35, 40 years, right? This is what her body has been doing for decades. And now those hormones are dwindled down to nothing hitting those receptor sites. So the body is out of balance from what it has been for decades. So it's a big shift. It's a very dramatic shift. I mean, there's a dramatic shift even for for young girls going into menarche, you know, going into finally getting a, a period. It's a it's a shift that that had built up over a few years, but it is a it's a shift. But then our body does get used to that for decades. So it's just about creating the balance. And that's where herbs are really great at doing that. Herbs are great at doing that because some of the herbs that can help actually attach to the receptor sites for estrogens and progesterones. There's many herbs that help with the brain as well, because when women are menopausal, it's that lack of those reproductive hormones that do have receptor sites for the brain. You actually have receptor sites in your intestinal tract for progesterone and the estrogens as well. So that's why even there's changes with bowel movements for a woman who goes into menopause. But again, going back to acupuncture, then it's the acupuncture that can help create the balance in the body to send to balance out the central nervous system and the endocrine system both. So what do the needles look like? Explain what acupuncture, you come in and you lay down and there's actual like six inch needles, right? That go, in, <laughs> you know, I want to make sure everybody knows, because I think that's why people don't go to acupuncture because they see it in the movies or they see it on TV or whatever. And it looks frightening, right? True. Right. That That's a six inch needle actually sounds very frightening. I'm sorry. I did laugh because <laughs> I don't even have six inch needles here. I mean, we might have a two inch long needle but those don't get used much. You know, the needles that we use most of the time are about one inch, maybe an inch and a half. And part of the education in acupuncture college is, of course, anatomy and learning insertion methods and how to insert needles into certain points. I mean, you can take this very top of your your shoulder, actually, the, the clav- uh, near the clavicle, and the apex of your lung comes right here up into that area. So you sure as heck don't stick a needle straight down, right? You can puncture a lung. That's where you learn in acupuncture college to angle that needle. So number one, that's part of the learning process in acupuncture college is learning how to insert and where. Number two, uh, I tell this to patients all the time, those needles are usually, they could be the width of 10 hairs wound together, right? Take 10 of your hairs, spiral them around, wind them up, and it's very thin. That's about the thickness of most needles. Sure, you can get some needles that are a little bit thicker, but we don't use very, very thick needles. And again, there are different grades. You can get some a little thicker, but they're not super thick. And another difference then between acupuncture needles and the hypodermic needles, which people are used to, Americans are used to hypodermic needles, right? You're getting a shot or you're having blood drawn. Those hypodermic needles, those are thick and they're hollow, right? So they really cut through the skin. Completely different than acupuncture needles, which are very thin and solid and just glide through. Really, when you get acupuncture, it might feel like somebody is pinching your skin and that is usually it. Oh, that's nice to know. 
Thank you very much yeah, for that. And then, sure. And then you lie there on the table completely. Well, hopefully it's very relaxing. You lie there on the table. I recommend to my patients that they should just, you know, drift off to sleep or even meditate. I've had patients who want to read. I'm like, no, 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 no. And you're not going to listen to a book on tape. I don't want your brain going, going, going. I want you to lie there, focus on your breath, go into a meditative state because when you get your brain out of the way and then you just let yourself be in that state, acupuncture will make these huge changes in your body and it will take bigger, it will make bigger effects in your body. Every time you get acupuncture, you actually get put into a parasympathetic dominant state. So everybody's heard about the sympathetic state, which is the fight or flight mode that everybody knows about, right? Well, if we only had a sympathetic part to our central nervous system, we would not be able to sleep literally, right? Because that's the, that's the part of the nervous system that gets you up and going. So your counterbalance to the sympathetic nervous system is the parasympathetic nervous system. And when that part of your nervous system is dominant, that's when you get to fall into sleep. That's when creativity happens. That's when your body heals. That's when artists get to be creative. You have to be in a parasympathetic dominant state. And when you get acupuncture, it puts you into that state. That's why people leave and they're just like, oh, I actually have. I actually have um, patients, I call them my acupuncture junkies because they're the ones who tune in real quick and they get it that their body shifted and they want to stay in that mode. They come in, they want to pay at the front desk first. Here, let me pay for my acupuncture treatment. They want to just lie on the table. They want to get the needles. And when they're done, they just want to go out and be able to drift off, <laughs> which is great. Wow. Oh, yeah. That's really interesting because Frank and I have heard a lot that what compounds any kind of menopausal symptoms is stress. And, and I, you know, I, I'm not a big meditator. Franca is. And I've had acupuncture before and it has really, it, it's number one, it's helped my sleep like so much. And that is another thing that they say, well, your menopausal symptoms are okay, sky so, high. So your endocrine shifts are just hormones, shifts in hormones. So right, going into menopause is an endocrine shift. Um, but cortisol, which is what our bodies produce when we're in stress, that's a hormone too, right? So cortisol will change what's happening in your central nervous system and it will make menopause worse or even create menopause for a woman who, you know, or create menopausal symptoms for a woman who otherwise wasn't having any symptoms. Stress really, there's there's no rules about stress and what it can do for anyone in any one person and, and the effects it can have for any one person. You know, I've seen it just drive up uh, blood glucose levels. Somebody who didn't even, you know, have a bad diet, exercise, didn't eat a lot of carbs, but their stress level was so high that it literally drove up their A1C, their blood glucose level. So there's really no boundaries to what stress will do in any particular person's body. So right, stress will drive those hormones up and put you in that uh, sympathetic dominant state, which is that opposite of the parasympathetic state. So that's why when you do get acupuncture, it gets you into that sympathetic state. And when that becomes the dominant state, yeah, people sleep great. That's why acupuncture is great for stress because it does lower your cortisol levels as it also puts you in the parasympathetic dominant state, right? So see how it does both? And it does both because they have to go together. You can't get in a parasympathetic dominant state if cortisol stays high. 
Okay, so if someone wants to, if someone wants to do this vegan cleanse, yeah, I created a um, a program. It's called Full Body Thirty Day Vegan Cleanse, and I created this after being in practice for twenty years. At that point, as we stand today, I'm in practice for twenty seven, almost twenty eight years, and that program is built on um, my experience getting patients better. And as well as how I brought up our kids, we have two boys and, you know, of course they grew up eating very, very healthy. And I mean, we have, of course we still continue to eat healthy. So, and all through the years I had patients tell me everything that I was telling them, I needed to write it down. You got to write it down. You got to write it down. Well, finally came the day where my youngest was not in elementary school and I wasn't volunteering at the school anymore. Right. So now I had some time. So I wrote it down. So there it is. So that's how I created Full Body 30 Day Vegan Cleanse. And it is literally a blueprint that you have to follow. So the first part of the book tells you why you want to do the cleanse, what it's going to do for you, and it sets you up to be mentally successful. And then the bulk of the book is literally a blueprint that you follow. It goes day one. Here's your breakfast. There's the recipe. Here's your lunch with the recipe. Here's your dinner with the recipe. Day two, here's the breakfast recipe. Here's your lunch recipe. Here's your dinner recipe and on and on for 30 days. Now, what makes this different than uh, other vegan cleanses that people might know about is again, my experience getting my patients better in the course of my 20 years was I would change their diet and I would put them on herbs. So the reason this is a program is I created four herbal formulas to go with this. And those four herbal formulas work through the body into deeper and deeper layers as the body, as the person is eating cleaner and cleaner for the 30 days. So the first week of herbs targets cleaning out through the lymph system. The second week of herb targets cleaning out through the large intestine. The third week focus on cleaning the liver. And the fourth week of herbs focuses on the kidneys because the kidneys is the last organ that has the final say so over what stays in your body and what goes. And people have felt great on it because, again, it's not just a change of the diet. Now you're taking herbs to make bigger changes. I have a number of people who actually repeat this twice a year. Every spring, they do their spring cleaning and then every fall. can definitely benefit women with menopause. It will definitely make a difference to women with PMS. Um, it will help irritable bowel syndrome, inflammatory bowel disease. It helps a lot with people with autoimmune disorders because it reduces the inflammation. So thyroiditis, fibromyalgia, Hashimoto's. Um, rheumatoid arthritis, you know, think of things like that. So I treat a lot of autoimmune issues. So things like that, um, it can help somebody with a, um, a low immune system because it can help again, regulate even their immune system and it can help lower cholesterol. It can help with blood pressure. It helps you. It actually, you know what? It helped someone I know that does it twice a year. It helped her get rid of her, um, polyps in her intestines. Every single year, wow. she was always for, for, you know, like 20 years, she always had polyps in her intestines every time she was getting a colonoscopy. And then she hadn't done a colonoscopy for about three years. Right before she did that colonoscopy, she did the cleanse for the fifth time. And she does them, does it twice every year. And for the first time ever, she had a colonoscopy without any polyps. That's crazy. Okay. So if someone, yeah. wants to, if someone wants to do this vegan cleanse, do they come to your wellness center and just say, can they come pick it up or can they can purchase that? Yeah. Or do they have to become a client? Yeah. Like, do they have to have a call? No. no, you can just pick up the cleanse. And can, may I yeah. ask how much that is? Yeah. Yeah. So you can just come to the office and pick it up. You can call the office. We can ship it as well. Um, and I did create this as something that would benefit people 
who may not necessarily want to be patients. So that's one of the big advantages of it is it can make really dramatic changes to their health and they don't have to be a patient then. So the cleanse is $300 and that is for, that goes for the book and the four herbal formulas that come with it. And then when somebody wants to do it again, and that's the other reason um, so many people do it repeatedly is that it's doable. Everybody loves the foods. They've enjoyed the recipes and they've repeated it because they've felt great and it's doable. So then for anybody who, once you've already bought the cleanse and you have the book, it's a reference, right? At that point, it's a reference. It's got all these vegan recipes in it. If you want to do the cleanse again, you just call and order the herbs and the herb, the herb refill is just $75. And again, we can ship that out. And I think the biggest question, yeah, I think, yeah. I, l- listen to this question, SJ. Can you drink alcohol on this cleanse? <laughs> Did you really ask me that? <laughs> no, no. Here's what's no. Alcohol is a no. Sugar is a no. Dang dairy it. products are a no. Coffee is a no. So to replace the coffee, uh, black tea, green tea, sure, it's got some caffeine, but the, those teas are really good. They'll help make you more alkaline. They're good for your intestines. Green tea is great for your liver. Um, black tea has some good antibacterial properties for your intestines. Yeah, I don't know what cleanse uh, you can drink alcohol on. So I I, I agree with you there, right. 100%. I love it. I am going to purchase this. I am. I'm going to come in there and grab myself one of them. I, SJ's looking at me on the video oh, going, I know Frank is going to be doing this cleanse. Because you know what? I think being vegan is super hard. Uh, you know, I call myself primarily plant-based, but being a mom and having, you know, now my kids are out of the house, so it's a lot easier for me to really eat, try to eat vegan, but it was extremely hard, especially for my son. You know, I would do my best in the house and he'd come walking through with the, you know, with the McDonald's bag or some horrible food that he'd be bringing. (laughs) And so, yeah, it just didn't work. He was always hungry. So it it was, it was hard, but this, this is awesome. So this cleanse, will it help women with the weight the weight gain and, and oh, will they yeah. be losing weight on this? Cause I know I, and I, I hate pushing weight loss with cleanses because really a cleanse is so beneficial for your overall body and your organs. And I know that's really the, the, the most important part of most likely of your cleanse, but I, you know, what happens with women in menopause is that's the one thing that's what, when the depression and the anxiety and all of that sets in, it's from the weight gain and the bloatedness and feeling just not good about themselves. And, and then that, that starts to go down, you, they, everyone goes down the rabbit hole. So it, it seems like this, this cleanse will help that. Yes, it does. It helps that a lot. Yeah. So, um, depression actually does happen also as a change in the hormones too. So depression can happen not just from gaining weight, right? But somebody really depression can happen from how the, just the change in the hormones, because we do have receptor sites for the estrogens and progesterone in our brain. So yes, there's a lot of women that go into menopause that have depression and that's without the weight gain. And then as menopause goes on, yeah, there is that tendency to gain weight, which is actually even more depressing, right? And it can spiral from there which is, you know, really, really sad. So yeah, everybody who's done this cleanse loses weight. And again, it's, and it's not a diet, right? It's not like don't eat your calories. In fact, I had one woman say to me, um, oh my God, I can't even eat that much food in a day because <laughs> it is three full meals and it, you can snack. If you're hungry, snack. I don't want somebody to starve themselves because what happens if somebody is just so hungry at a point 
there's that breaking point and they're going to grab a candy bar. They're going to grab something because their blood sugar is so low and their brain is going, ah, I need something. I need something. And that most people are just going to grab something to bring them up. But then that same thing that brings them up is going to drop them back down even worse. Right. And then of course, sugar is really bad for depression and anxiety as well, because it just drives those further and weight gain too. So I do want people to snack. There's a whole list of snacks, vegan snacks in the back of the book as well. And, you know, I mean, a lot of different vegetables to snack on. I mean, yeah, steam some broccoli, bring broccoli to work. Why not? Right. Another way that this um, cleanse helps the brain as far as depression, and it is good for people with stress and anxiety is because when you change what somebody's eating, you change the gut microbiota. So a lot of people are, have now heard the word microbiome and your microbiome is your, your body's environment. It's the internal and the external environment of your entire body. So that's the microbiome and your microbiome is influenced by your microbiota and each organ literally has its own environment, its own microbiota. And when you change the foods going into the intestinal tract, you change the signaling to the brain. And that's why uh, very frankly, a lot of gastroenterologists, you know, they see, of course, the irritable bowel, um, irritable bowel patients, inflammatory bowel disease, colitis, Crohn's disease, and other gastric disorders. There is a very high correlation. They noticed this a number of years ago. They saw a very high correlation between their patient and uh, depression, anxiety, insomnia, stress. And that's because what's happening in the intestinal tract has a direct effect to your brain chemistry. So that's why changing the foods, taking these herbs for a woman with menopausal depression, it can make a big difference to the brain just because you're changing what goes into the gut. I mean, this is why your intestines are called literally your second brain. And you could, you, you could Google that or get gut as second brain. Wow. I know we've heard more and more about gut health, haven't we, SJ? That's been circling back around too, is your gut health, your gut health. Oh, so yeah. That, that's, that's awesome. So what happens when we come to Ali Optimal Wellness Center? What, what we walk through the door and it's a, what kind of exam do you do? Okay. So you, you come in and then I would do an initial intake. So there's a new patient intake form, just like any other doctor's office. It's, you know, got questions about your health history. It asks you what, what is the main problem? Is there a secondary problem? Are you on medications for how long? Have you had surgeries? Do you have allergies? Uh, do you drink coffee, water, tea, you know, drug history, you know, alcohol intake? Do you get your teeth cleaned, right? A lot of people don't realize that your oral health has everything to do with your overall health. Again, if you're talking about the microbiome, what's going on in your mouth is going to affect your entire body. So, you know, basically, yeah, it's an intake form. And I would talk to a new patient about those and how long that's, you know, each situation is going on, any medications taken, and then I do that testing system. I do, my patient is just sitting in a chair right across from me, fully clothed. And it's just a testing system. I'm able to figure out what's out of balance and then test the herbs to see which ones are going to change that. And then I go into my herb room. I put those herbs together. I come back to my patient. I show the patient how to take it. It's very easy. You just put a scoop of the herbs on top of your tongue and chase it down so it doesn't take long. And it just, you chase it right down and you do that four times a day. And then, you know, they check out at the front desk and I say goodbye and they come back in about three weeks. I run the test system again. I see what's changed. I change the herbs. And then once my patient, if everything is getting better and better and better, and I see that person is on more stable ground, then I extend those visits out to four weeks and six weeks and eight weeks, you know, until we reach the point where the patient says, I feel great. You know, am I done? And I say, 
yeah, we reached your goals. You're done. And, you know, come back, you know, if, if you need, you get a cold or flu. I mean, we actually had COVID patients, um, you know, uh, it's, it's a virus. I have a lot of herbs that are antiviral. It's a nasty virus, uh, mind you, a very scary virus, but you know, I'm able to help things. I'm able to help a lot of different things because herbs do so many different things. So yeah, then my patients, you know, like I said, I just extend their visits out farther and farther as they're doing better. <laughs> you're you're wanting it's to try, you're wanting to start you're wanting to start today. I can tell, SJ. You're like, how, how do I get my hands on this cleanse in the next 24 hours? You two ladies should do it together. Yep, do it Let's as do a it. team. We're gonna do it. We will do it for sure. Excellent. I, I love it. So, where do you see women's health going in? Well, for, let's let's circle back. First of all, you've been doing this for how many years? Did you say twenty-seven, almost okay. twenty-eight? Okay, so within the last, let's just even say ten years, have you seen a big difference in your business as far as people are really more open to looking at alternative medicine and absolutely. believing it? Right? Yes. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. A lot more people are definitely more open to it, um, which is absolutely wonderful. Unfortunately, a lot of people are more discouraged with Western medicine because pharmaceuticals, you know, whether it hasn't helped them or the side effects, and that's understandable. Um, I think it's great when people realize that they want to really take care of a problem and work on their health for the long run. And that's what you get to do with herbs. So there's a, a much bigger understanding among people now then yes, even 10 years ago, let alone 28 years ago, about people's approach to their health and they think more about what they eat and the things they do to their body and with their body. It's a big difference. And what and how do you see that with women in menopause? Like, are you seeing more women coming in, seeking out alternative medicine for their issues or problems? Or have you not seen, would you like to see more, put it that way? I would like to see more. Yeah, I do. I see, I see a good number of menopausal women, but a lot of women just don't know that herbs and acupuncture can turn this around for them. They just don't know. And I know that there's a lot of young women out there who suffer with PMS and even PMDD, which is extreme PMS. And they just don't realize that all they need to do is find a good acupuncturist herbalist and that person can change their life. Yeah, absolutely. So I do think more and more women will be doing this and, and I really do hope so. And especially, you know, when you look at, if you're going to look at the sexes against each other, men versus women, women definitely are more willing to be holistic and, and take that view a, a lot more than it seems like men are. Yeah. And I think it's great. And yeah, women realize they learn they have to do that when they have kids because you are the advocate for your kids. So if you're not getting what you think is the correct answer for your kids, most moms, I mean, you're damn well going to do some research and get that figured out. And so we have to do that for ourselves as well. I'm a Reiki healer myself. So I oh. have really and just studied very recently. So I've been opening myself up more and more to all of this. And it the benefits are over the, you know, over the moon, like out of, yeah. hitting, hitting out of the ballpark, like with their, with every aspect of my life. And I'm trying to pass it down to my kids. You know, they, they you know, sometimes are like, well, what, what, what am I taking now? What are you giving me now? What are you doing now? But they are now, <laughs> they are now uh, reaping the benefits of it for sure. 
So tell, tell us a little great. bit about, as, as we close here, I just want to know, you are a husband and wife team, which I love. Yes, um, we are. Yes. I love that. And your husband, Majid, he does, he does the same thing you do? He does the same thing I do. He's been doing it for longer. He has had his acupuncture license for, I think, 31 years now. So he's been doing it longer. Uh, yeah, he's, he's good. Yeah, <laughs> he's, awesome. He's, he's very busy. Yeah. And tell us where now, yeah. where, where can someone find you? What, what, what's your, okay. Your so info? we are in, I'm going to say more West LA. Now we did move recently from Culver city. So we are in the Los Angeles area, West LA, and we have a practice here in a build a professional building. And, uh, should I give my, should I say my phone number? Uh, you could do your phone number. You can also have your website if that's, e- if it's easier just oh, to give your website. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Take a look. Our website is Ollie, A-L-I, optimalwellness.com. So Ollie, optimalwellness.com. And it's got a lot of good information. It tells you a little bit about our testing system. It has a picture of our herb room. There's, of course, a picture of Majid and myself, um, our acupuncture treatment rooms, because we do do acupuncture too. Uh, we are, yes, majority of our patients get herbs, but some of them get acupuncture too. In fact, menopausal women, that's one of the things that I will always start them with herbs and acupuncture. And then once we get a good enough change, they just stay on herbs for as long as they need, but we don't, then they don't have to keep coming in for acupuncture. Well, thank you so much, Angel, for being with us today. So oh, you're appreciate welcome. it. So appreciate it. So we have welcome. we have a plethora, another another episode, right, SJ, of a plethora of knowledge to to, to move onward and and we're on this menopause warrior journey together. So thank you, thank you. We appreciate it. You're so welcome. You're very welcome. It was a true joy. You guys asked wonderful questions. Thank you for your engagement. Wow, wow, oh my gosh. The one thing that tripped me out, though, is that she didn't see more of an uptick of menopausal women. Right. Which means that people don't know that this is out there or, yeah, well, look at me. So uh, me knowing all I was, I was in fitness. I'm bringing my son to acupuncture for what he was having with his immune system. And I'm suffering in my full blown (laughs) symptoms of menopause. And I didn't ask, I didn't say to them, Hey, is there anything you can do for me? I just didn't think of it. You know, I was going to the Western doctor. I was going to four different, five different gynecologists, right? Not going from one thing to another and not really thinking alternatively, which because I didn't know at the time that those doctors did not have any training in med school for menopause. If I had known that, you know, five years ago, I would have been going to alter. I would have been like, okay, forget you. I'm not going to go to you anymore. I'm going to search out something else. And I don't mean that to belittle any doctors out there because we have met some fabulous doctors on this podcast, but they too have said, and they too have been frustrated with, you know, the traditional Western medicine and their hands have been tied. When she was talking about the woman that, you know, just picked this herb and that herb, I was thinking about you. Oh my gosh. Could you imagine? I mean, you did that all by yourself. Could you imagine if I just had one tea and I put it in my cup every night? (laughs) What the heck? I still feel like I need to go. I I definitely, I'm buying the cleanse right now. Tammy, our producer's there and she's going to buy the cleanse for me right now. So that I'm on. But I, the, the, you know, I feel like I need to go 
there and do a whole mock-up just for just because I didn't do the bioidenticals, I didn't do the hormones. What is this meaning for my bones? You know, I just feel like I should be following up with the tail end of menopause, you know? I mean, I still yeah. I still have hot flashes. You know, as soon as the weather gets warm, it really takes off for me for sure. So I still have that, but not to the point where I was, you know, two years ago, for sure. Can I, can I say, can I circle back on one thing? It was when she said that the herbs, right, when you don't need them, like the liver takes them in and lets them go and they don't hang around in any fatty substance in your body. Light bulbs were going out in my head because that's what they said about, you know, the bioidentical hormones, same thing. They are the same as your body's hormones. So what you don't need, you, you know, pee out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so yeah, it's I, strange to me that we still take chemicals into our bodies, especially when there's something very not, you know, non-chemical, natural happening to us going through menopause. Yeah, that was a ding 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 for me too, SJ. I was did you I was like listening intently to that. I was like, wow, that too. I you know, again, I just hope that women out there right now that are listening are writing this all down and, you know, finding out and and researching and finding out ways because I do think the help is out there. I can't believe really, truly it's, it, it, it over, it, it, it shocks me every time we talk to someone that really, truly that we're, you know, two gals just doing a podcast and, no one else is doing this. Like no one else is like on this search for, you know, I shouldn't say that there are people out there doing it, but I just can't believe that we are like at the forefront and I'm 55 years old. Like, come on, someone didn't do this before. Like, you know, I just still can't get over that, but we are moving on and we're going to find the next, you know, help out there for, uh, for our listeners and definitely Ali, Optimal Wellness Center is a place high up on my list for sure. I'm going to just put a shout out for Gen Xers. Yes. I mean, we have totally changed the world. Yep. Rocking the menopause world. So that's it for Some Like It Hot. Embrace the heat. Woo! Some Like It Hot.